Hi everybody, we record this episode just after the results show on the Sunday night and I was finishing editing it just as Rebecca Humphrey's statement uh, dropped on Monday night. I haven't taken anything out of the episode, we don't talk about any of the unpleasant business, but I worry that you might find it all a bit too light-hearted given, that what, given what's come out. Um, so I'm just letting you know that this was all recorded in uh, blissful ignorance of what we now know. It's movie. The smoke machine is cranked up full, the bright yellow body paint is out, and we've covered a Volvo in cardboard so it looks somewhat like a DeLorean. We're ignoring the elephant in the room, at least till we get to Dr. Ranger's dance, and concentrating on the on-screen dance action. Hello and welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Emily. Hi. Elliot. Hello. And Meg. Hello. We are your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated and perennially undermarked source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't polite, but we are filmed in IMAX 3D. It's just that the pictures don't work on the podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at keepdancingpod. We'd love to hear from you, and when we've got rid of a few more contestants, we might even read your questions out. We've also got a website, keepdancingpodcast.com. Tell your friends, tell your neighbours, tell Neil Jones's mum. Well, everybody, movie week. It's traditionally the hottest mess of the theme weeks, and here we are again. What did everybody reckon to that? Uh, to quote a film title, there was some good, there was some bad, and there was some ugly. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No cowboys. No cowboys this year. No, but a Spider-Man. A Spider-Man, very much. A Spider-Man, singular, not the (laughs) Spider-Man. No, certainly uh, an A Spider-Man, maybe even a B Spider-Man. Definitely a Bizarro Universe Spider-Man, and I don't care whether it's Marvel or DC. I don't care. (laughs) Just in general, yeah. I just do not care. We'll come back to the Harry Potter theme later on for a quick fire round. But I know that they were excited about going to Harry Potter land, but was there really need for so many edits in that weird Harry Potter starting routine? No. 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 Or at least make them better, because they were atrocious. And all I can think is how long was the audience sat there, so they were setting up all the shots for them to be edited, because they were jumping an awful lot and... It was awful. It was a mess. Yeah, there were sort of like six 15-second segments. <laughs> I was just going to say, I I was actually really creeped out by um, Anton, the teacher, dancing with a student. Oh, yeah, because there was a little sort was of like, like ah. kiss on the forehead bit at the end of that. Inappropriate relations, uh, was, Anton. 
relationship. To be honest, yeah. you could have just done a fairly nice Viennese waltz to the main Harry Potter theme, and I would have been satisfied because everybody. I'd have been overjoyed. Everybody in there. That would have been beautiful. Was lovely. You could have done it themed to the Yule Ball, like for the decorations. Oh, it's not Christmas yet. You'd have had complaints. You... I suppose, but they've got like pumpkins and. Had it themed for stuff. Halloween. But oh no, you'd have had complaints for that but... being too early yet as well. Oh, wow. I I do think they they should have put more thought into which um, which pro got which house personally. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's quick fire round, which we're going to do when the pace slackens halfway through. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of the pace slackening, how about we get quick smart into our dancers? Dancing the salsa and hoping to come out more Meryl Streep than Theresa May, it's Vic Hook and her partner, Graziano. Now, I've got a funny story before we start talking about Vic and Graziano. Uh, mine and Emily's nephew, Louis, um, he's a three-and-a-half-year-old Strictly fan. So he's decided that Graziano is, in fact, John, my husband, and... He's very concerned. <laughs> He's very concerned for the state of my marriage because he thinks that people who dance together are going to get married. So, which is that's strictly just partially true. Destroying marriages. So, our our other sister is is taking and our mum is taking great pains to try and get Louis past this. Well, at some point, I'm going to, because me and John are actually learning to dance together, I'll video us doing, I don't know, a quick cha-cha in the hall, um, as it were, and hope that we can unpick Graziano from John in Louis' mind. I'm just trying to imagine John in Graziano's outfit from the dance. (laughs) He's got shirts like that. There'd be a metal t-shirt underneath. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, less about me, uh, more about the lovely Vic, giving it, She's... giving it her absolute best salsering to a cha-cha song. She actually got to dance this time, like and be seen. Yeah, Graciano nice. only hid her behind a building for part of the routine. What? What more could you possibly want? <laughs> Um, I, I think she's really visibly improving now. Like she was always, she was good from the beginning, but you can see there's just that more consistency coming through on like stringing the steps together, and she's looking really, really good. Yeah, provided she survives for a few more weeks, she is going to get really good. I mean, we're still mm. not getting a massive sense of who she is as a person. Yeah, she's she's improving, but yeah, she needs to, this is going to sound harsh, but improve quicker, as this week proved, because she improved, but I think 10 of the 14 improved in their score, so she needs to have a bigger leap, because quite a lot, a lot of them had bigger leaps, and she was still 5th or 6th bottom by the end of it, so yeah. she, she did well, but this I'm just going to say... This was a weird leaderboard, though. It was a very weird leaderboard, through everything, like, what I had anticipated, plus we'd seen for the first two weeks, into a giant span of whole wrench. And it was just a mess. And I was like, well, the result show is going to be fun. 
Yes, the results show was. <laughs> the, um, actually, I think this week's leaderboard, she fell victim to being out first in not a particularly show-stopping dance, I suppose. It, it, you know, it might have just got lost. But yeah, that is the problem for her. She is on a sort of a fairly shallow improvement tra- traje- trajectory. Um, she's back in ballroom next week, isn't it? Did we get what she was doing? Uh, she's dancing to her mum's favourite song. I don't think they said what she was dancing to. Just we only... was her mum's favourite song. I think we only know two of the dancers from next week. I don't think Vix is one of them, so we'll I find out. Three on the dance card. Um, in one word, our advice for Vic is improve. Mm. I liked her outfit. Yes, it was very good. I really liked that. I didn't like the scarf faffing about at the beginning though. That went on way too long. Just, just props used as leads. It's just, it's just annoying for me. Um, yeah. Props. Just well, I mean, it's it's props, isn't it? Movie week is always a uh, hell and hellish morass of props. <laughs> and I've. I've actually my Mamma Mia out of my skull of ever ever existing because Piers Brosnan singing No Thank You. Um but is there a red scarf from Mamma Mia or is there a scarf like is there something that links the scarf to Mamma Mia? No. Okay. Yeah, I've I've sworn never to watch that film again because it is awful. <laughs> to be honest. Um Aww, it's fun. It is. It's a bit of light entertainment. It's very much in the in the spirit of Strictly, in that it's people doing things other than that for which they are known. But Piers Brosnan is very much the um, the struggler of the group. In but it's all right, Vic. I don't know that they're going to put you on first again. Dancing the quick step. And arriving astride a majestic, medium-sized elephant, it's Dr. Range and his partner, Jeanette. Jeez. I, I felt like he kind of ran out of steam. You, uh, um, in, in your first noise utterance there, I think you summed it up. Yeah. yeah. A, a, a jazzy, princely, it was a little weird. It was fun. It was, it was fine. I had the sense that they would do this on a Saturday night anyway. It was no, it was no rumba to a whole new world. Well, ooh. I I was less uncomfortable than doing the rumba to a whole new world. Personally, who was that? Um, Ashley I have to go look it up. Actually, years ago, yeah. yeah. two thousand and thirteen. <sighs> And then Ali Ash did Aladdin last year as well, with, but I can't remember what they danced to, but I distinctly remember Ali Ash was dressed as Aladdin, which is why I was confused they used Aladdin again this year. Well, Aladdin is currently in production in the West End, so it's a very easy VT to do. Uh, the live with remake. The live Disney. Of yeah. course they are. With the Disney added character who doesn't, with the added character who doesn't exist. Because well, of course they Elliot, need to. Elliot, 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 Elliot. You know it's a story and none of them exist, right? I know. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I just have I just have so many gripes with this performance and like the whole idea of this because this is gonna be on a slightly I don't want to say political tangent, maybe more thinking more than it's movie week deep, but did they only give him Aladdin because he is of a mixed race slash Indian descent? Or that genre that Asian, even though Aladdin is set in Egypt, if I'm correct, so it's Africa. Um, mm, 
Good point, Elliot. I that, was, that's what I noticed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was willing to go with Ranch saying it's his dream to have always, always been his dream to play Aladdin. But yes, when you scratch along that, <laughs> a show that every year has to have a racism uh, argument. I would have, it, I would have guided him to do anything else. Sorry, I did wonder whether it was a sort of kind of call out to his more younger audience. Yeah. Again, I'd rather think of that line than the... Yeah, and it's It wasn't better... dreadful, but it didn't no. set anything on fire. And the it... medium-sized dragon has a friend. It was pretty bad, though. It was his weakest dance, and we can't ignore that. He wasn't good at it at all. And also, in Aladdin, you've got two songs which are canonically quick steps, which you don't have to edit the timing to, which is A Friend Like Me, which is a classic quick step song, and One Jump Ahead. Why they had to mm. butcher Prince Ali to make it fit, because that rendition was awful they put together. It sounded really off. I think it was the second most off-sounding song of the night. It was just awful. I mean, I couldn't even sing along to it. Aladdin is one of my favourite films ever. And I didn't enjoy this, and yet it just, it, I could totally believe that Ranch and Jeanette could go into a business turning up as Disney prince and princesses to kids' parties. I could totally see that happening in six months' time once this is over. He's got the It'd be adorable. <laughs> He's got the jawline, he could do it. <laughs> but I just think they would just have the most fun with it, and you know, if Doctor, Doctoring, if they both like decide to do a different career path, there's one for them. <laughs> If if you've not already read it, there's a, a brilliant short blog. I think they only needed twelve posts about being a, a Disney princess parties and how hellish it is. I can only mm. imagine. I I do recommend it if you get a chance to uh, have a have a Google for finding it. Um, I didn't think it was that bad, but I've only seen Aladdin once. Um, it was all right. It looked like his legs got really tired halfway through, which, given that it was a quick step, yeah, that's what, fair that's enough. what happens in quick step. Yup. <laughs> there's not much to say, and time is wearing no. on, and this is only dance two. Yeah. So, I thank Rand and move on. Dancing the cha-cha-cha and introducing the first of two newly female sci-fi doctors this weekend. It's Lee Ryan and his partner, Nadia. Now, so, th this was the worst uh, alteration of a song <laughs> to fit the dance. I, I just... I just couldn't what believe... What was that? Oh! It was horrifying. It was just when Everything I got... was horrifying. Meg, expand on horrifying. <laughs> The, the the wobbly hoverboard wire work. There was too uh, much wire work this week. Way too much. The the sexy the sexy Doctor Brown. Don't you diss my Halloween costume? I think you'd put it off better. I wouldn't. She looked a bit like so she'd electrocuted herself. I wouldn't have done quite so much on the face. Yeah, um, someone had too much fun with the diamond. Uh, the bedazzling the, wand. Yeah, everything got bedazzled. It was a little... They they put smoke on the stage and it still didn't really hide the true horror. <laughs> Some of the footwork was just excruciating, quite frankly. 
I just, uh, and a gillette. No. What was interesting for me was in the dance-off, he just got rid of the denim jacket and the gilet and just went for it. That was yeah. the most, like, the only time that somebody taking off a gilet is a capitulation. <laughs> yeah, do, we, do we know why he got rid of that? Probably because it's like, really hard to dance in two shirts and a gilet. Probably. But, yeah, this, again, the writing was on the wall when the dry ice went up to their knees and you couldn't see their feet. And I'm pretty sure the judges couldn't see their feet either for the first good half of that. So how can you judge a dance and their footwork when you can't see it? Well, that's why it, it only got 19, because <laughs> exactly half the dance, you can only give it half just, the marks. And him trying to moonwalk to the cha-cha rhythm. Oh, I, oh. I, I applaud the reach and the idea, Nadia, but no. Not even if Oti and Katia haven't tried that, doesn't mean you should. I think that should be the benchmark. Run it by those two first, and if either of them say no, you put it in the bin <laughs> <laughs> and you set it on fire. <laughs> this just—it wasn't okay. The first time was Elliot, terrible. Elliot, Elliot, <laughs> she was channeling Doc Brown, and when you're a scientist, a mad scientist of that caliber, you don't ask, "Should I?" You ask, "Can I?" Are you just trying to justify any part you can to Back to the Future with this routine? <laughs> I I really don't like the Back to the Future films, and I understand that this is somewhat controversial as a, as a bit of a nerd. Really, Emily? Why? I really don't like them. Why? That's... What's up with them? I think I don't like Martin McFly. I want him to fail. <laughs> Which is sort of a key point of watching the film. I'm much more of a Bill and Ted fan, as we know. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bill and Ted is probably the most logical depiction of time travel. And uh, the fact that we haven't had a Bill and Ted routine uh, in movie week Makes me sad. So we'd have to have a same-sex oh, couple. Well, I love that. I don't know. I think somebody could uh, drag up his Keanu. Yeah, <laughs> we've had Erin dancing in a suit before and dragged up, so years and years and years ago, so it's doable. I will say this, though, as a final point. I actually agreed with Shirley in the dance-off, and I would have saved him because he did improve a hell of a lot. Yeah. I will give him that. He went out on a high, at least. But... Yeah, it just proved he had no social clout when it came to the public vote this year. Yeah, just pretty shockingly. And he... the the judges <laughs> seem to be keen to dispose of him as well. Yeah. I remember I why I brought up that the... I don't like Back to the Future. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Emily, why don't you like Back to the Future? No, no, I just remembered why I brought it up, which is basically that I don't know if having um, Nadia as sexy Doc Brown is any less troubling than having Marty dancing with his mum. Very mm. fair point. Well, yeah. <laughs> Marty does have a love interest in Back to the Future, but she's not really in the film. No. Well, there was a bit of a do uh, hoo ha about that, wasn't there? What? Yeah. Um, it, well, considering I don't like the film, I've read about it because it's one of Tom's favourites, but like, apparently there was another actress lined up, but uh, what's his face didn't like her. But also, What's-His-Face wasn't supposed to be the man that got the job. Yeah, that's why it's a bit of a hoo-ha. Oh, a bit of a hoo-ha, a bit of a mess, a bit of a yeah. uh, week three of Strictly. Yeah, yeah. a bit of a week mm. three of Strictly. Yeah. You know you know, it's bad when the highlight of that dance is that you get to sing along to That's the Power of Love for 90 seconds, which is what I did. 
Yeah, you get to make as much noise as you can to cover over the weird cha-cha-ization of it. <laughs> and moving swiftly on, as the smoke machine covers all memory of Lee Ryan ever having been here in the first place. Dancing the foxtrot and making everyone do that cartoon eye-popping, heart-pounding, exaggerated sweat-drop thing, it's Kate Silverton and her partner, Aliash. I, j- I was just so impressed with her recovery from that stumble. Because that could have gone so badly wrong. Yeah, she has quite big feet. And in heels, she was wider than the step, which I believe is a health and safety issue. And I will be checking up with their Riddor supervisor because that was a near miss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that officially counts. Sorry, and then they went on to do a really nice dance. I think she'll be doing it again in the final. Mm. Yes. If you know an early an early dance that has something go wrong is clearly earmarked for you know one of the ones you repeat in the final, and I would very much like to see that done again because the foxtrot being Ali Asher's speciality and his favourite dance, that song a fantastic foxtrot with a bit of oomph to it the costuming just it's it's it was a stumble away from perfection really how much does alias love dressing up as like fluffy creatures as well oh his little rabbity nose <laughs> alias is a hufflepuff he <laughs> i is know a hufflepuff. he's totally a hufflepuff he's the hufflest of hufflepuffs <laughs> all right okay pros so far quick fire round graziano Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah. Slytherin. Yeah. Like that hair, that Slytherin hair, I'm afraid, Graziana. Jeanette. Gryffindor. Oh, I'm not sure on Jeanette. Ravenclaw. Yeah, I think she's a Gryffindor because her bravado often outstrips her ability to deal with the situation. That is very true. Yeah. Jeanette's a Gryffindor. Um, and Nadia? I do not know enough about her to assign her a house, to be fair. I know nothing no. about this woman two years in. Yeah. That, do you know, that's really sad, isn't it? That we've not really been able to get a sense of Nadia. She's just a smiley blonde woman. That's all I know her as. Last year she was really smiley and fiery, and this year she's just been smiley, so I know nothing of her. Well, Lee Ryan's not exactly the world's best conversationalist, so their V no. are never going to be up to much. At least again, we don't have to. They don't have to worry about who they're going to rein in this week. Because again, they used other people in his VT. I can't remember who it was, but it was someone else. Uh, Alexandra Burke. That was it. They rang her and someone else. Duncan James <laughs> with his funny little pencil moustache. <laughs> hey, Anthony Costa's not looking so good. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, but anyway, back to lovely Kate Silverton and her partner Ali Ash. Yes, Aliash the Bonnie. Sorry, we just all got terribly distracted for a moment there, and I think that was just the general reaction across the nation to Kate and Aliash doing that. Yeah, this, very good. I loved it. Yeah, this, the control to keep it that slow is yeah. amazing. Yeah, and yeah. who framed Roger Rabbit? It's quite, quite a sick old film. It's not for kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not for kids. No. Yeah, but- this was really, really good, and this deserved higher. And again, I'm going to say it now, I don't understand why Kate is being marked lower than Faye and Ashley, to be brutally honest, because she is just as good, if not better, than them. 
Yes, I was wondering about that. And that's not an age thing or anything. That is, she was doing a foxtrot which had two rhythm changes in it and she kept up. She almost fell flat on her face and she recovered like it didn't happen. Like they even like she literally like just brushed it off as it was part of the routine or something. And she just went back into this. I'm a diva personality. Like, I think if that was anyone else, that probably would have thrown them. But it, she was just uncompletely unflappable. And she looks stunning in long red hair. She's she's just stunning. She, she's so she's she, great. She didn't score as much as Sean Graham or Stacey. Nah, she came Which, fifth. No, she got 29. She should have outscored all of those three. She should have been... She should have been third on the leaderboard. Really. I, mm. Realistically, yeah, she should have been, but I guess this comes back to our sort of theory of that she's never going to be an eights and nines dancer. She's going to be a six, sevens and the odd eight dancer, which no, is it, frustrating. It's still mm. early on. If she's on the improver track, then she gets a bit longer. I I think she needs to have her breakthrough next week. Otherwise, I'm I'm fearing that she's gonna f- leave us in like eighth or seventh. Because St- as we'll get into in a bit, Stacey's now made herself a contender. Joe is already won. We need someone else to fill that fifth place spot, and I think someone else is going to take it next week. Realistically, and I think it needs to be her. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the the who's going to win this series already been sort of numerically settled is <laughs> um, it asks more questions than it answers, really, doesn't we, it? We we need an un- we need a challenger to be in the final because at the minute it looks set who that four is going to be, and I don't want to sit through ten weeks knowing who the final four is. Who is the final four? I think it's pretty obvious at the minute it's going to be Faye, Stacey, Joe, and Ashley. I think that's I think that's what it's set up to be. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with you, with you there. But Which we will get into later. But that's it's set it's set up in the judges' heads that that is the final four. Well, it's going to be a hollow sham of a series. Um, right? Has anybody got any other superlatives to chuck at Kate? Keep doing what you're doing because you're amazing. I'm into that. Dancing the jive and invoking the spirit of a billion passive-aggressive elderly family members on Facebook, it's Stacey Dooley and her partner, Kevin. I did not care for the styling, but <laughs> once I managed to unfocus my eyes sufficiently, um, I, I understand that they were doing a deeply competent jive. Yes. Which makes it, was, it more annoying yes. that they were dressed up as bloody minions. I've got no problem with them being dressed up, dressed up as minions, bloody or otherwise, but I really didn't need the yellow body paint. Like I feel like the yellow um, top and leggings and denim combination would have got enough minion across without having to paint think, one and, without yellow. Yeah. I think they couldn't have not painted them, given that uh, last year... Um, Ashton and Janine were spray painted to within an inch of their life for trolls. Ashton and Jeanette, yeah, but Jeanette, sorry, that looked a mess as well. Yeah, I know. Um, they, they don't need to do body paint, basically. And let's not forget Pasha Shrek about seven years ago as well. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> Her dress was great in that dance, but yeah, this was 
a pleasant, cute jive is another jive in flat. I think Vic is the only one who's on a jive in heels so far, which is frustrating but applaudable. But yeah, it was it was good, and I'm happy that Stacey's got her confidence back because you can see she had a lot of fun with this routine. And yeah, I I hope this is Kevin's wacky note done for the season and we can get back to the normal it is not dances. kevin's wackiness done for the season <laughs> oh, no but, it's I wa- not. but i want There's it to be next week uh, just yeah what yeah what did that entail like they said motorbikes to grimsby like that's a sentence i never thought i'd need to, i would hear or need to hear what what are they doing next week? Did we hear their dance? I don't think no, they didn't say what they were doing. They just said it involves a motorbike to Grimsby. But my question is why would you want to go to Grimsby? Well, because it's a lovely place. Um I've never been to Carcomet, to be fair, but Exactly. It's a lovely place. It's lovely. <laughs> um I wonder if they're doing a horrendous rock tango. Oh, uh, no. Mm. no, the the most strictly prop room's gotta come out again. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they're using that uh, motorbike that Brendan had out for the 80s number last year. There's only uh, one motorbike at Elstree. Yeah. As long as it doesn't come down from the ceiling, it's fine. <laughs> That's all I ask. I just... Oh, I'm just, just treading it. <laughs> just, it would have put me off if I'd have had to try and dance a complex jive routine with somebody painted yellow. They, they must have, like, in training, either put something yellow on their faces or done something stupid to get past that barrier, because you would have a laughing fit, just, like, having to look back and see this bright neon yellow face with goggles right there. Like, I would be in stitches. I, well, I mean, like, when Stacey saw herself in the uh, Claudatorium, she was kind of like, where? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think Stacey had actually properly seen herself until the bit where they were filming the Sunday Night Results show. So that was that was a nice a nice thing to have caught on camera. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I did also really give slide to the whole Sunday night is not filmed on Saturday night thing, they're because not, it, it was not, clearly obvious that they weren't going to spray them again. They're not then barely even pretending now. No, I wish they'd give up. They've, they've they... even stopped the pros from doing uh, twi- like Twitter and Instagram stuff. Oti's been posting all day about how she's been cooking for her husband, so, you know, they've even relaxed that old rule. Yeah, I think they all know that it's done on one night, and like, who would, no disrespect, but who would go to a results show literally to watch a, full, a few names get called out and then watch two dancers, which were voted the worst? It just, it seemed, it seemed bizarre to think anyone would ever fall for that. But yeah, I'm glad Stacey's doing well. I think it's, I want her to win still. She's still my favourite. And yay, I'm, I'm glad she's back in contention <laughs> after last I week. Mean- Yay! How many drives have we got left? Let hang on, hang on a moment, because I have this on the spreadsheet. There, I think we had four so would. far. There are ten drives remaining. Yeah, we've had four. Oh, okay, that's a lot of drives. <sighs> yeah. Oh, hang on. I'm just going to blank out Lee Ryan's column on the spreadsheet live. Oh. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <Toodaloo. laughs> Oh dear. Well, there there goes Lee. Um, <clears throat> shall we move on then? Yes. Dancing in American Smooth and enjoying the first ever use of tactical balloons on Strictly, it's Joe Sugg and his partner, Diane. Now, nice we're in dance shoes! 
He was wearing dance shoes. I was so proud of him. I was so proud of this incremental notion that he's taking it seriously. Also, he's nearly 30. He's not 12. Mm. Is, like, who, is high school musical even a thing? Who knows children? Who knows young people? No, no, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 25, so I might be able to spread some light on this. <laughs> yes, Elliot. Right, tell me about High School Musical. Right, High School Musical came out, oh God, the sequel came out about 11 years ago, so I think the first one came out about 13 years ago, so Joe would have been 15 or 16. And it's, the song, it's, it's really weird because the whole premise of the first film isn't, this song is the final song. But it's only for the audition for the high school musical. It's not the song at the end of the musical. It's just a song they sing in the audition together. But it's this big thing because they meet through this sort of ski lodge resort the week before they go back to college or school, even sorry. And then they realize at the same school, and it's it's just a load of American hallmark yeah for an hour and a half. And it's all about friendship and choosing your career versus the one you love, but he's a basketball player, but he also likes to sing, and oh, all these different conflicting realities get a grip on the world you can like so sport is it and like sing. like a really American Billy Elliot? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Because it's like sport and singing can't mix. Oh, get over yourself, America. But yeah, this is my issue with Joe and Diane do- doing this song. They're not the youngest couple. It surely would have made more sense for high schoolers to be Lauren and AJ, your youngest celebrity and your youngest pro. We, Diane's told, them, twen- we told them off for making AJ the child. I, I know, but still, there's something weird about watching a 29-year-old and a 28-year-old dressed as a jock and a cheerleader in a school gymnasium, dancing a very awkward American smooth. <laughs> yeah, but they just had everybody except Anton in Hogwarts school uniforms. <laughs> This was this was actually quite a wrong old episode of Strictly, wasn't it? <laughs> there were so many marks missed. There were so many marks missed. I've got to say that I've just spent a weekend with a because uh, I'm a go guide leader. I've just spent a weekend with a go guide camp, and you know half my go guides weren't even born when the first movie came out. They don't talk about High School Musical. Yeah, I, I I just didn't think it weird. was a current cult, cult, current cultural reference. Just it's not. is it actually to expand his um his audience to people of mine and his age because I am the same age as Joe. Did it make um, you feel at all warm towards well, Joe? No, because I unfortunately in his eyes don't follow pop culture in that way like I actively rejected High School Musical because it was full of tropes that I found deeply irritating. Um, The dance itself was fine, but it was dull. It wasn't... I've never liked the song. It's a dull song. And so, you know, it it didn't capture me. But there's no reason that people of my age who did really like High School Musical, of which there are quite a few... um, didn't get all like nostalgia glows from this. Well, the problem is, as like me and you and did that mini episode during the week. If mm-hmm. the numbers are right, and there's basically no way anybody can stop Joe, they have to, in order to keep the shape of the strictly story together, give Joe a satisfying narrative arc. 
So he has to have a revelatory dance today, like uh, this weekend. This dance had to be good. And you'll notice that the judges marked it as as it actually was, even though they were saying all of these things about it being really good and about how he's improving and he's a revelation. It just shows the disparity between uh, how people react to what the judges say and how they react to what the actual scores are, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It feels like, like you said, it feels like he needs to have something where they can look back on to have a comparison for where he improved, because this was his weakest dance, we cannot deny that. It was awkward. It. I feel like he lost his personality in this dance. Like, he was focusing so much on everything that's involved with ballroom, with your ribs connected and your hold and your legs and all that. We lost Joe, and we also lost Diane. We, like, lost them as a partnership, which is this really happy, smiley couple, which we've known and kind of like love and we ship but yeah it, I am, just didn't, I am embarrassed. it didn't gel i'm embarrassed at how much i ship joe and diane they are adorable together we can't deny that they are a perfect partnership i want her to start vlogging so much i think she's loving it yeah. but yeah this this wasn't their best dance but like we said everyone needs to have a bad dance and like lee went back backwards when he, when everyone else got better joe only had a minor minor fault but when you look at it in a 15-week program, that will be the standout week dance compared to the rest of his scores, but it's not... It wasn't too bad of a drop for week three. It's put him off the Strictly Graph winner's track, um, which is a bit of a shame, but, you know, maybe we'll have some surprises this series. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it's going to be really boring. Well... I am, I'm trying to find new ways to entertain ourselves. Anyway, so Kevin, Kevin's a Gryffindor, right? Yes. No, no. Yes. No, he's a Hufflepuff. He's a total Hufflepuff. Come on. Kevin, oh, yeah. no, no. He's yeah, ambitious he's... as all hell. He's yeah, a Slytherin. Kevin's really ambitious. Yeah, but Hufflepuffs can be ambitious. I mean, just look at... Um... Cedric. Cedric, thank you. I mean, it didn't Only work out for him, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> it didn't work out, but he was a driven Hufflepuff because Kevin's got to the final a few times and never won that does give him that sort of duffer quality that a Hufflepuff does need and he'd be happy there in the Hufflepuff common room all cosy with Ali Ash Kevin's going into Hufflepuff okay and Diane same I would say she's just innocent and sweet so she's not really a Slytherin she's not we haven't really seen a courageous, ambitious side from her, so she can't really be a Gryffindor. I can't fully remember the traits of Ravenclaw. Christ, smart, apart from... real smart. Yeah. Has, she dem- has she demonstrated like Mensa or you know dance high Mensa. IQs? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, da- dance Mensa. Uh, I'd have her in Hufflepuff as yeah, well because she just seems. She, her and Kevin seem very equally matched. Like. Together, if you know what I mean. They seem like very similar personality-wise. So I think they'd have a great time together. Hey, there's an absolute dead cert Gryffindor coming up next. Dancing the Charleston like a man who has actually had a radioactive spider bite. It's Graham Swan and his partner, Orty. This is ludicrous. This This was great. What was this? (laughs) I just... We are now just progressing on the force of Oti's personality. <laughs> a totally unnecessary lift. I mean, it it got him out of 15 seconds of dance. Um, yeah. But the problem was, 
like Lauren, Graham's basic swivel action was there. Mm. And he could have just done a few more sets of eight just swiveling backwards and forwards, as yes. it were. Yeah, his his basic Charleston was really, really good. I do love how they had to have like the fifteen seconds of getting him out of the harness. So Oki's like, I'll just vamp and freestyle to this camera and distract you, and then there's Graham. <laughs> I always I love know. when that happens. I feel like uh, she's increased the <laughs> Josephine Baker um, influences on her Charleston as she's gone on in the various series she's starred in now. So like, she didn't do it in the first couple of series, but you can really, really see if you if you watch those old clips of Josephine Baker, you know, it's really Baker Baker Baker. Baker. Sorry, I do apologise. Yeah, um, Josephine Baker. I think you can really see that she's she's kind of doing that call back into that now. So she enjoyed having her little. 15 seconds of vamp. Yes, if you want to see some uh, if you want to see some 1920s dancing that will make you feel really alive. <laughs> Josephine Baker. Mm. But if you want to feel really scandalized, read the story of her life because it was she was not she did not get justice. No. No. I would like to point out that this is another flat Shoed Justin. Yes. Which I do not love. Have they have they just run out of dance shoes? Can nobody wear a heel anymore? <laughs> the, was well, the bedazzler being used on everything else? Could they not have bedazzled some dance but saying, shoes? But saying that Kate wore a bedazzled shoe and she nearly ate the floor, so it's a bit of a Maybe right. maybe it is maybe the health and safety person has deemed excessive heel wearing. To be detrimental to everybody's health and safety. <laughs> this is this is why you should always take your risk assessments seriously. Yes. Because otherwise you yeah. end up doing a Charleston in flat shoes. That just says terrible <laughs> tendon pain to me. And just you just can't achieve the same movement. It's it is it is getting to be a thing this year. It, mm. It's going to be something that we get thoroughly on our high horse about throughout the series, I feel. High horse? I am on my medium-sized elephant about it, and I... <laughs> I, I, I retract my statement, you are on a medium-sized elephant about it. I am waiting for my medium-sized dragon to arrive. <laughs> Emily, what medium-sized animal are you going to ride on? Capybara. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot? <laughs> A fox, because I just love them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> medium-sized fox. And Oti's a Gryffindor, and anybody who disagrees is wrong. I think I'm not sure we can speak for everyone, but I was never expecting Graham Swan to do a Charleston this good. I'll say that as a final point. Like this surpassed every expectation I had of him. He's got yes. a re- like we've discussed with him in the previous episodes. He has got such good body placement, like, and being able to hit those sort of musical uh, highlights with the moves really enhances the Charleston and makes it feel less laboured. Yeah, to I say just wish he'd been wearing dance shoes. To say that he's this year's <laughs> sports-based struggler, he's actually really good. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's a little bit oh my eyes, good, but you know. Good. It, it shades a little dad dancing sometimes. Well, I mean, he is well, he's, a dad. Yeah, I know he yeah. is a dad, but like... And he's doing a lot yeah. of this for the pride of his kids, although not just boys, Bruno, can I say. He oh, actually yeah. specifically yeah. said that he's got two girls and a boy. And and the the wee girls 
it can have Spider-Man as a hero as well. Thank you. Cheers. Yes. Dancing the Salsa, and actually, Dirty Dancing is quite a feminist movie about women's bodily and intellectual autonomy. It's Ashley Roberts and her partner, Pasha. Still not a right good film, though, is it? Um, It's weird. It's tonally very weird, and structurally a little bit odd as well. Yeah, I like the soundtrack. I'm not having a go at the soundtrack or anything. Well, I just, no, I mean, the, I, I, the soundtrack is immortal. Yeah, but I still don't... It's still another film that I just think, eh. You're so, so contrary, Emily. No, I'm I've not. Watched, I've watched it once about ten years ago, and from what I remember was, it was all right. <laughs> it's very Bosch-built. So I think there's context there that not everyone gets, and I only know that because I ended up reading a friend of mine's article about it for a journalism before she submitted it. Yes, it's it's a very specific film with really specific references, but also it's got a really specific dance sequence in it with a really specific lift. And if you yeah. saw that, if you're doing a 90 second routine, which is allegedly a salsa to uh, music from Dirty Dancing, Sort of 30 seconds of your choreography is already done for you. I yeah. would suggest that it was slightly more than 30 seconds of the choreography that was already done for them. <laughs> um, Maybe like 76 seconds. Ooh. Um, were you um, in any doubt that Ashley wouldn't achieve the lift? No, I think that entire VT about them not getting it in their dress rehearsal was completely artificial. I do not believe for one second they struggled with that lift, because if it was that bad, they would have taken it out and not used it. Or they would have yeah, had cause... her they would have had her harnessed in to help him. There is no way they struggled. They purposely got that wrong for the camera to make it think of, oh look at Revelation. I don't believe for one second they struggled. I think maybe they got it on the third attempt. Um, yeah. But, you know, the struggle to achieve the lift and the doing it in the pool river business is part of the story of the film, so I guess it's an easy VT to do. Yeah. To make yeah. you warm to a celebrity who's come in that we pe- know people all haven't about. really warmed to yet. <laughs> I must admit, I wasn't a fan of this routine. I like the little side-by-side bit they did, the sort of, like, syncopated toe-heel knee-hitching bit. That was nice. The rest of it, I couldn't care for, and she had zero hip action. So the fact she got the score she did was a bit ridiculous. Yeah, but she's here to get some West End roles next year, so, you know, Dirty Dirty Dancing's currently in production. She's... Has she done the splits yet? Because I feel like that's another, like, strictly to West End box you need to tick. If you can do them, do the splits. Yeah, she can do the splits, but she's saving it for her Argentine tango or her rumba. Yeah. Yes. I they think got the tango next week, problem, so. I think my main problem with this routine was she she's really uncomfortable on hold. And then the song and the lift are really well tread strictly history, really. We've seen the song quite a few times over the years in strictly. The lift is always in it. And I just I just felt like there wasn't a lot of new content that made me go, oh yeah, I really like this. It was just kind of like, eh. Are you maybe alluding to the fact that we need some more 
different films in movie week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that there's one coming up that I was actually quite surprised to see in the movie week. That was, I saw a tweet last night. Someone's actually listed the repeated sh- or all the sh- the films or movies they've referenced since 2015 with movies and musical week, and it's shockingly short. It's maybe I, 30 films, isn't it? Yeah, but there's been a lot of redos, and I don't know why, because you have such a massive repertoire of films and references you can use. People, right, this is going to sound weird, but people don't actually watch many films. No, I mean, I was, I kind of, the last time I went to the cinema, to be brutally honest, so, yeah. Like, people who are, um, people who love cinema go to the cinema all the time but there is this massive population of people who who have been totally priced out of going to the cinema yeah who are totally priced and locationed out of going to the cinema so and time and time yes because you know a big families kids a big film is three hours long now that's a lot of babysitter yeah so like your regular person's film experience is whatever ends up on a streaming service and whatever is on those weird drag movie channels on TV. So on that note, I want to say, you know, a, a massive well done to my local cinema for being wonderful and affordable. Emily, name name drop your local cinema. That would be the Parkway Cinema Barnsley, uh, who have just done like a... 2001 Space Odyssey experience with a brilliant technical and audio technical chat from the guy that runs it and a tour of the projection room. Amazing. On, on the proper 70, on proper 70 mil film. So get yourself to the Parkway Cinema in Barnsley. My soon-to-be local cinema is the Connaught in Worthing, and one of the things they've taken to doing recently is uh, playing films from this year, 30 years ago. Oh, wow. And Ooh. kind of doing themed. So they're like, they did da- Dirty Dancing a couple of years ago and they had, and you got like a watermelon martini with your ticket and they've done um, Big Trouble in Little China and you got Chop Suey and, you know, it's 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 good fun. They put some thought and effort into it. What's your local yeah, cinema, Elliot? Yeah, and it's not hideously expensive. What's your local <laughs> cinema, Elliot? My local, local one is a chain, but my brother works there, so I get three tickets, so that's a bonus. But the cinema I do actually love, which is where I actually saw my first ever film, which was Hercules, and it's still standing to this day and running, is to showcase cinemas in Winnish. It's just, it's a lovely little cinema. Um, it's a bit modernised now, but it doesn't break the bank, and it's just, it's exterior and like, it's lettering from when I was five on the outside. It's still exactly the same, so I love the fact they've kept it for 18 plus years. It is susceptible to flooding, though, because it's a bit below sea level, which is a slight problem. That is alarming. My, it is. <laughs> my local cinemas are the Grosvenor uh, in the west end of Glasgow and the Glasgow Film Theatre, the GFT. And, uh, yeah, we're all very lucky to have lovely local cinemas. I'm also going to say that, given that we diverted onto our local cinemas, we didn't have a lot to say about this dance. Um, No. No, we didn't. So that was actually that was. It was fine. That was the single most damning review of a dance we've ever given. No, no, it isn't because we we plain forgot what's in the face on repeated occasions last year. Who's what's his face? Her face. Molly. Oh, Molly. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
dancing the foxtrot and telling Ryan Gosling to stop boring on about jazz. It's Katie Piper and her partner Gorka. Oh, this was cute. Yeah, this was yeah. adorable. This is adorable. Much more I... adorable than the actual film La La Land. Um, yes. That's just misogynistic and weird. I don't you like La La Land. There, I said it. I do not like La La Land. Everyone ignores the premise of it's highly sexist against Emma Stone because she's a woman, she can't do the job. And Ryan Gosling's a smug idiot in the film who needs a slap. Also, so, it's, it's very oral <laughs> victory for real music. You have to... It is. And, oh, yeah, like, so pretentious. Let's, let's have what, a white guy teach fireworks. us all about jazz. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, beautiful I stuff. Mean, Anyway, it was kind of, it was kind of funny because like my husband went and saw it and and he said before he went he was like I think this might be a film that you'd like and then he came back after afterwards and was like no let's not no don't don't do it <laughs> no but it does have a nice yellow dress in it and a yes. few nice songs and Katie Piper got one of the nice songs and a yellow dress and did a lovely foxtrot. She I was did. slightly put off by her shoes. That is apparently they, a reference to something that happens in the film. It is. Yes, it was just that I think they were a little too bright, maybe. Like, the lights were reflecting off them. Which didn't, I think, help her with... Because it kind of highlighted a couple of fumbles for me. But otherwise, I really loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. There, there wasn't much Foxtrot content in there. There wasn't much Foxtrot content in there. No, there's about six or seven figures, but they were really basic figures which she did well. Her frame has improved, her her movement has improved. Um, I didn't actually notice that they were meant to come down the stairs in time, apparently, as Craig pointed out. Didn't bother me. It was cute, it was sweet, it, it, draw, it drew you into their little world, and they were probably one of if the only couple who made you feel like you were watching a film or a something unfold in front of you. Rather than just a which, sort of a weird set piece. Yeah, instead of yeah. like, this is an homage to the film, like, it made you feel like you were watching a part of a film. It was really adorable. <laughs> it was a concept well thought out, heaven forbid. <laughs> and also, you know, the Katie didn't get much dance content in it, but the improvements in the frame and the posture and the confidence, that's what we're looking for from Yeah, this. I think that was Gorka choreographing correctly for his celebrity, wasn't it? Yeah, because she's yes. just going to wilt if he gives her 90 stuff seconds of, like, 9 out of 10 difficulty stuff. No, I really like her. And I mean, she, she, has, she has limitations that he's clearly starting to work with, um, and it's, it's good. No, I, re- I did really like it, and I would also like to say that the Strictly lamppost came out of the prop room again. The quite horrendous wobble. Mm, I think it's getting a bit old. It's getting worse. I think someone might have cross-threaded it last year or something. Well, it's one of those, it's one of those indoor pole dance poles, isn't it? Inside Yeah, it. with the light thing. Yeah. They've got, like, they've got at least two of these indoor pole dance poles, and they've had them for a few years. And yes, it's probably time to check that it's not cross-threaded. And they have I'm quite just... a few people hanging off them, so yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm worried next season someone's going to like do like a 12-round, it pull too hard, and it's just going to come falling down. 
the end came off in my hand. And then it'll be in every single, <laughs> and then it'll be in every sort of like Channel Five ITV reality TV Super. mishap clip show for the next twenty years. <laughs> when strictly goes wrong, how awkward. Emily, you've not said a lot about this. I I don't have. I mean, I'm glad she's gaining confidence. I feel like Gorka choreographed correctly for her, um, for what she feels comfortable doing. She does still look a bit stilted in places um, where she is obviously having to really think about the moves. But, yeah, I, I didn't say a lot because I didn't have a lot to say about it. Yeah. No, okay. it's fine. Um, two more for the sorting hat then. Um, Pasha. Oh. I think, so there's two Pashas. There's sort of cuddly fun time Pasha, who is another strictly Hufflepuff. And then there's Pasha when he's wearing a roll neck, and he is a Slytherin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny thing you say that. Years ago, when I did the Pottermore quiz, I actually f- I had the weird concept of being able to choose my house because, according to their algorithm, I was a split personality of Hufflepuff and Slytherin. How? So apparently it is a thing. How, how, how do you Huffle Slither? Sliverpuff. I will admit I can be very sweet, but I, I also have an acid tongue when I need to be. I, I will admit that. So that's probably why. Do you know, I think, I think Keep Dancing might be a, a gang of Sliverpuffs. Yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture what a, a, a Sliverpuff... I'm just imagining now like a really fluffy snake. <laughs> I, I like oh, to imagine like... that it's a snake that's eaten like a gerbil. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking more feathery than fluffy, and then I was going down the Aztec Quetzalcoatl uh, route. So. Oh yeah. Mm. Or 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 a, or a snake that's been turned to a flump, so it's just like a marshmallow snake. <laughs> well, anyway, at this point, we've now put more thought into it than J.K. Rowling did. So let's stop. Um, Gorka. Gryffindor. He has Gryffindor. to be. He's noble. He's mm. honourable. He will do the right thing. He's a Gryffindor. Absolutely. Like that's the most obvious Gryffindor. one. Right. He choreographs for his partner. Brace yourselves, folks. <laughs> it's red pill time. <laughs> Dancing the pasadoble and showing us that it's not the spoon that bends, because the spoon is in fact Katya. It's Sean Walsh and his partner, Katya. Well, this wow. is a surprise. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> like, my jaw was on the floor. Like, from I mean, start to finish. I thought that this was going to be a bit of a Mickey take, but it was genuinely um, commanding, thrilling. He was so focused from start to finish. Like this... I think he needs a character. I think that's the thing. Yeah. I think he is a dancer because he is a comedian. And he's so used to being self-deprecating, like many comedians are, and things like that. That actually, if you take that, you're being shown away and give him a character to be, he's going to do a lot better. This was. It felt like a Paso show dance, I will say that. And if Sean had any hope of making the final, I would have loved to see this as their show dance. Because how epic would have this been as a show dance? Um, I loved what Katia was wearing. I loved her 15-second vamp solo as well. I have watched Katia compete many times and do compete in show dance events with Neil. They're amazing competitions to watch. And that is her strength, is having a show dance moment as a solo. She will do anything and everything to make sure the eyes on her. This was just my, I never thought I would see Sean Walsh do such a serious demanding dance 
properly without any mistakes. They dyed his hair as well. That that's the first thing I picked up on. They dyed his hair. Hey, it was only a two to ten washes one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just some of that brushing the spray stuff. It. But this was incredible. The only thing I will pick up on is that he had a slight wobble landing when he did the flip. And how he could have improved that is if he kept his legs together when he did flip, because he let he, his legs were apart, which meant he didn't land through his centre, and that's what made him wobble. That's the only thing I noticed. See, man spreading is plain. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, fantastic. Yeah, like there were the the bit where there were literally two things that I had never seen before in my life. Um, the 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 lift from the floor, like just up with her oh my god, her, yes, like, that was amazing. And then the bullet time sequence, fantastic. And Catcher blows wearing, my mind. And the tactical bomb cape on Sean, so you couldn't tell whether he was tucked under or not. Just genius yeah. from start to finish. Catcher loves and, and to the- give. She loves to give a lift challenge, doesn't she? Last year it was a lift with Joe. Now this year it's that one. She, she, like, I've not, I've watched her for so many years, but she still baffles me. Like, her choreography is amazing, which is why, again, I'll say this, Neil needs to be a pro, because he is just as good as the choreographer as Katya. They work a lot together on their choreography. And having them both on the show and having a female celebrity do that sort of stuff would be amazing. I'm starting so we need of, it. I'm starting thinking of getting some, uh, what about Neil badges made? Mm. I think that, that should be a that thing. That should be the fir- our first <laughs> official merch, shouldn't it? Is what about me or badges? I feel that it may be yeah. seen as making a statement that I'm not making, but <laughs> and I, I will say this: Neil and Catcher don't live too far from me, so I'm pretty sure I could just mail them some. It's not that not far. <laughs> what about Neil? Uh, no, don't do that. Leave, leave, leave them alone. <laughs> leave Neil alone. Leave, leave them alone. Um, <laughs> I mean, for me, the one of the things I really loved was that. The music choice. Uh, because there's so many... I, kind of when I heard there was going to be a Matrix theme, I was thinking, uh, is it going to be like Rage Against the Machine or one of the Rob Zombie tracks or Good Lord, one of the name tracks of the... Doing a Rob Zombie? Oh I god, that would be amazingly that. horrifying. <laughs> but um, I really like uh, that particular track. Um, it samples one of my favourite uh, Enigma variations, so I'm biased, but it just worked so well, and I really loved the call-out to bullet time. The the wire work was appropriate and not dreadful. Um, it, it was just amazing, and I am claiming Katia for Ravenclaw. Yeah, Katia's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> This was incredible. And also, and it- Neil is in Ravenclaw as well. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yay. Yeah. This this was amazing, and for the first time in this series, it's making me excited to see what Sean's going to do, not make me worried about what he's going to do, because we now know he can be serious and he can do it well, so I want to see more of this. I don't want him to hide behind the, I'm the comedian that's giving it a go self-pity act, because he can do it now. He has yeah, the potential. I mean, he's got literally no excuse now. Yeah, his arc, his, his arc or why the BBC have cast him has just been shattered by Katia, so... Sorry, Sean. 
I just no more groaning. I wish to see no more groaning after that because that was he managed an entire dance without any groaning and it was fantastic. Next, but I think I really Next. do think I feel really strongly that this he is much comf- more comfortable when he's playing a character in his dances. I think yeah. Kathy's going to have caught on to that and she's going to be giving him backstory for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, it is definitely easier if you are a person who is very much sort of stuck in their own head to have a vessel to put your performance in. Uh, so next week, I reckon it's on with the suit and a serious ballroom. Kevin's mm, yeah. stare. No, don't. <laughs> no, don't, no. but whatever. I think they should go quite dark. But that's just because I enjoyed catching PVC and power there. We're not going to get that. We're not going to get that. She is again. a queen. We're not going to get that. Again. But can, can we point out that your tweet, which then got corrected by Teresa, of what she actually claims the outfit was, but we all know exactly what it was. Yeah, like, <laughs> Katya was doing Saturday night primetime TV in fetish wear, and uh, yes. Teresa was like, ahem, Matrix wear. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> No, hey, that's, that's just what they called it to get it past yeah. the people that sign off in the BBC. Yeah, call it what there you want. We all know what it was. Kink. It was. It was Matrix cosplay. Yes, okay. <laughs> using fetish wear. Fine. Yeah, well, yes. This and is just, I know. We, I know. We, what you wear in the Matrix? <laughs> I know we say it a lot, but Katya and Andoti's uh, choreography continue to blow my mind and has improved strictly come dancing. No end. You know, I don't know why this is just coming to my head, but I would pay very good money to see Sean and Catcher in his outfits just walk out of Elf Street just to the shop and to see what reactions they get. Just (laughs) completely, like, not, like, even acknowledging the fact they're walking down like a pair of Matrix cosplayers or whatever you want to call it. I mean, Catcher looks like an alien queen, but Sean, I think (laughs) in daylight he might have looked a bit of a plunker. Yeah, no... (laughs) As, as someone who had the Matrix as a terrible teenage outfit inspiration thing, it doesn't work in real life. <laughs> no, no. Right, anyway, um, with that awkwardness over, let's move swiftly on. Dancing the cha-cha-cha and cut the driver with the big Volvo with the plate SCD1 move their car. It's blocking the dancers in. Lauren Stedman and her partner, AJ. <laughs> She's not a Latin girl, is she? She has confidence in ballroom because the second week in a row she struggled with confidence and it's Latin. I think she likes being comfortable and hold. I will say this though, the wide shot with her on the car, her outfit, I know it was Fame before anyone goes at me. I've watched Fame, I know the song, I know it's completely about Fame, but from a distance with a hairband and her hair, she looked like Xena, the Princess Warrior. Oh my god, I love A very that. glittery one, yes. <laughs> she it was just a fringing and like this is like she looks like Xena. <laughs> like, okay. So it was the first thing I wrote down. Strictly is already the queerest show on TV, but having a Xena number would be Ah, oh, that would be amazing. Circuit. <laughs> this was another one this is one where I I'm just going to have to recuse myself because I've got nothing to say. I feel really, I really feel for Lauren, but her partner is doing my head in. I think it was interesting that, I think it was Shirley that pointed out that she's struggling to float with AJ. Um, Yes, so would I. Yes, so would I. Uh, You can see that AJ is doing his best to be good male partner and get the flirt on, but she is 
not having it. it. It's like Charlotte and Brendan last year. Yes. It's just like, it just... It becomes a vacuum of flirt. Or flirt yeah. is sucked into a black hole. It's, no. It's but, the anti-flirt. <laughs> but the thing is, um, AJ made the point in the auditorium of she's a sports person. She's not used to, you know, showing her emotion. She's focused. She's, like, very in her head. But that's AJ's job to bring it out of her. And the fact he's acknowledging that, he should realise, I'm not doing my job properly yet. I need to figure this out. So... Why I hope they have. Not, why have we not had the horrendous VT where she goes for acting lessons yet? Because Lauren will say no on the spot and be pushed into the door, kicking and screaming. <laughs> we know this. It's just like going to any other coach. I. She does need an acting coach. I think. How, wait. When was the last time we had an acting coach in Strictly? It's been a while did since. Did Johnny I... Peacock not get an acting coach? Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. But yeah, she. <laughs> she. I think she's back in ballroom next week, which would be good for her, because I think she enjoys the comfort of being in hold. She, I think she feels very exposed in Latin, because in the Charleston and the Cha-Cha, she's been very stiff and, oh, I haven't quite got it, please don't look at me sort of thing. She looked great, though, even if she did look a bit like a crossover between Xena doing a disco number. I'm sorry, I that can't is a get power, it. That is a power <laughs> lock. Disco Xena. Disco Xena. It's got a Xena. That's a thing that should exist. Imagine. If um, I didn't already have a Halloween c- costume already set out, I'd go to Disco Xena. Quick change into it. It'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going as death from Sandman. You can rip that one off and have Disco Xena on. And you don't even... You, you, oh, that's a robe. You'll be fine. <laughs> It, it, it's black jeans and the best stuff. Well, that's halfway to Disco Zeno anyway. Oh, you need a costume change halfway through. Anyway. Dancing the American smooth and diplomatically ignoring Karen's wig, it's Charles Venn and his partner, Karen. That wasn't a good wig. It was no, a no. really poor wig. And his uniform looked a bit costume shoppy. Um, it, it was, oh, look whose mum does use new biological whiz or biz or whatever it is. Biological whiz? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It, yeah, the, it, it the, was like the, Arnold the Winner's one. challenge. I was having my breakfast this morning uh, with my tweet deck open, monitoring the Strictly streams as if I was, like, in the Matrix. And the person who was... <laughs> Uh, constantly retweeting praise about themselves this morning was Charles Venn. I well, really Charles don't Venn talks like him. about himself in the third person. He oh. also keeps saying that Which how much he has up. to give. Yeah, he said it again tonight when he got called into the dance. Of, I'm just like, give over, mate. I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't like him. I do not like this pairing at all. <laughs> I I like an affirmation as much as the next person, but the key is you don't say them on camera. Yeah, you say them before the camera, not on camera. And stop talking about yourself in the third person. Yeah. Charles Venn <laughs> says this. Or does he? It's alright. <laughs> like, I think they could have they could have given it a bit more welly. Like Yeah, it was just it was just meh from start to finish and extra point which I found very bizarre. Um Given Karen an officer and a gentleman after her very public breakup from the pro who is still there. 
Yeah. Did anyone else think that was a bit odd slash weird? Well, I thought Charles and Karen were going to be this year's really inappropriate showmans. Oh, I still, I still mm. think it's there. I, well, maybe not, but it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's not going to be here long enough. No, as it proves, because I, I said last night, I tweeted out saying, Lee's in the dance off and it's Lauren or Charles with him. I voted for Lauren because I did not want her in the dance off and I got it spot on that he was in there instead because who's going to vote for him? Like, who's going to vote for a, to be brutally honest, self-absorbed, self-hyped, bland dancer. <laughs> I mean, I I obviously had to watch Strictly when I got home from camp to catch up so I could watch the results show. I mean, I watched it, and then I watched the results show, and it just slid out of my mind in that about ten minutes in between. It's gone. There was a nice slithery lift at the end, but that was about it. Like That's probably when it slithered out of my brain. It's love lift is up where we belong. It's an officer and a gentleman. It is your license to go full cheese. And mm. it, it just it was it was way too tasteful. It was my yes. license to go and make a cup of tea. It was just yeah, it was just boring. Hey, I couldn't at least tell kept, you anything. At least they kept the bond until Sunday night this this year. Yes. Yeah. And do you know what? The, do you know, I, what I think is interesting is no one pointed out the fact that his jacket had come open, whereas everyone else, the minute like some costume slid out of line, everyone was sorting them out. So maybe he's made himself not particularly popular amongst the cast. Hmm. Mm. Couldn't possibly comment. Anyway, next. Dancing the quick step and telling Chacha Di Gregorio where to get off. It's Fetosa <laughs> and her partner Giovanni. Well, this was fun. Yes. And I, like I know Faye. you said the trousers were controversial, El, but I think they showed exactly how fast and complicated a quick step is because normally they've got a long dress on for a quick step and her legs were going like they're clappers. It was so fast it made me feel a bit uncomfortable. Well, I like really like couldn't the, do that. The sinking. Yeah. Elliot, was this good or was it just fast? <laughs> um, it was a bit of both. Um, from the waist down was very good because her feet were going a mile a minute and there was a lot of, um, it's like kicks and like hopping and then split step and moving in, which is very hard to do, especially when you're a novice. Her top half though, oh my God, that was a mess. Her arm was out of his. Her hand was limp. It wasn't worth four nines. So but she basically couldn't have been receiving his leads then. No, I mean, I think through the, again, through the bottom half, yes, but through the top half, no, I think, I think Gio was leading. Mm. I just don't think she was responding in the correct way because I think she was worrying so much about the feet to keep up with that because that's what everyone was going to be looking. She didn't think about her top half, which. So the, the point mm. I'm trying to make about the lead is, the routine was memorised. Yeah. Yeah. I, w I would say that. Again, it, it felt like a show dance, and I don't like Giovanni with a quiff, even though I know that is very t in Greece, and that was just, you know, stuck on his head with no choice. Uh, but Giovanni should never have a quiff again, because he no, looks it was, ridiculous. It was, terrible. <laughs> it was lovely to see Neil and Johannes get some time on the floor, though. Yes. yes. Yeah, they don't, yes. They, don't, they, don't, they don't normally bring out the spare pros this early, so that was a bit of a surprise. 
Yeah, that was. I feel like that was a bit. Um, it's only Blackpool week. Like, <laughs> like um, they didn't get pyro. Like Charles and somebody else got pyro, but Faye got spare pros. Mm. Mm. Little gimmicks. I don't. So I'm not so worried about Faye anymore. The first couple of weeks, I was worried we were going to absolutely forget about her, especially after we did absolutely. We did. <laughs> But I'm not so worried anymore. She seems to be having a nice time, although she's got rumba next week, and that could go horribly wrong. Yeah. I don't know. She, she, pretty... she line dances. There's, there's a hip. <laughs> there's a in that. The, the thing I want to throw to you guys is that um, I was at my dance centre earlier, and obviously we're talking about Strictly, as we do. We're talking about who we like and who we don't like. And... People in my dance school are putting Faye above Ashley because Ashley has danced before and Faye hasn't. Being in oh. steps, Faye, yeah, Faye's had some. What? Yeah, what? that's what I was thinking. She's she's been in steps. She has musical rhythm already. She's on the same par as Ashley Roberts. Yes, she's done burlesque dancing, Ashley, but Faye still knows musicality, right? And therefore has a slight advantage they, if not is on the same par as Ashley. So anybody who's learned to dance before has an advantage over people who haven't learned to dance before because they have learned how to learn to dance. And yes. the skill of going in and um sort of making that part of your memory physical that is an important learning skill and it's something that both Ashley and Faye and Danny are already several steps ahead of the others on. Yeah. And they know how to yeah. perform already because they performed on stage. So again, like, I just thought that was a really bizarre comment for our little ones about it. Yeah, it was, um, it's proving us wrong because we said she was going to struggle. Um, I don't think Shivani's actually ever had a bad partner trying to think about it. Um, well done, Faye. I think, I think she's going to be in the final now. The thing is, though, <clears throat> her success feels quite smooth. There's no grit in the oyster. So, but very I, much I like, like her, so I'm quite happy for that, though. Yeah, yeah, she's nice and smiley, and I'm okay for that. Yeah. And I will also say, as someone who spent their teenage years at sci-fi conventions and has done a lot of convention dancing, live dancing is actually is quite hard. If you've not done it before, it's difficult. <laughs> You've got to keep and synchronise with everyone else, otherwise the whole effect is ruined. Yeah, synchronisation. Um, oh, yeah, we've not sorted the last two. Uh, in fact, so AJ is a Slytherin, right? Yes. Yeah. Slytherin no, no, actually, AJ is just a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> He's a squib. He's a squib. Who is I, the, I think he's a squib. The shade of it all. Um, Karen. <laughs> oh, Slytherin. Slytherin. Mm, I'm not sure. No, I think I think I think Karen knows what she wants, and she's willing to do what she has to do to get it. Yeah, I mean, she married Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but yeah, I know. I'm. I'm I was you... just. I was just being. Bitchy. Yeah. In a manner that will get no, out. She's very. Yes, thanks, Al. She's very. She's very. Um, Assertive. She's very Karen focused. Karen focused. Karen focused. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I don't Good think evening that's a bad and welcome thing. to keep shading. 
Saucer of milk for table number two, please. Giovanni, is he a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor? Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I mean, he's no no respect to his nationality, but Italians are very proud and a very noble nationality. Like we've seen with Laziano, but you can go one of two ways with that nobility. You can be the villain or you can be the hero. I'm going to say Giovanni has never been a villainous person. I'm going to say that Giovanni the Ravenclaws. No, sorry, I'm going to say that Gryffindors are more likely to dance with their tops off than Hufflepuffs. Yes. It's, yes. Just, yes. And, it's just science. And there's no way <laughs> him and Debbie jailed so well last year and are now uncannily married if he was a Slytherin. I think that's another point as yeah, well we need yeah. to make. Debbie's a magic user. She's a very powerful <laughs> witch, so there's no way she would have like fallen for dark Got hearts. into bed with her. Dark arts, yeah. oh, there's, there's an image you didn't need. Right. Um, back to what we laughingly call reality. Dancing the Pasador Blade. And where's the unicycle? I was promised a unicycle. It's Danny John Jules and his partner, Amy. Thank you. That is the first line of my notes. Where is the unicycle? I can only he promised ass- the unicycle. I can only assume that the unicycle looked really stupid on the platform. Or he, or he or, fell or the off. risk assessment. <laughs> yeah, they he took one look at it and went, no. No. The true <laughs> enemy of movie week is health and safety. <laughs> the man with the clipboard in the corner. Ellie, it's do you want mad. to say your thing about P.T. Barnum? Oh, yeah. So P.T. Barnum is a man whose reputation does not deserve the rehabilitation that uh, the sort of the, of a Hugh Jackman the, musical. Yeah, of a Hugh Jackman musical. Hugh Jackman mu- musicals should happen to people for whom I can say a good word. Yes. P.T. Barnum was an exploitative little swine, wasn't he? Um, and yep. like exploitative, ableist, racist, and misogynist, even for his time. Yes. A thoroughly nasty piece of work. And, uh, come Stuff me in. you missed in history class has a really good podcast about him in their archive. And so we'll link to that in the show notes. And if you want to fight me, come and fight me in the comments. <laughs> come at me. <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> Back to the dancing. Yeah. Back to reality. Because <laughs> we've got off our little wormholes. We found so many wormholes in Tanzania tonight. We're, I'm quite impressed. I think it's because we don't actually like new Movie Week very much. Yeah, movie week no, is no. very good for tangents. Um, but yeah, so this Paso Doble, I was really surprised that Danny's Spanish line wasn't as good as Sean's. I know. Yeah, this seemed... I don't want to say over... If, again, it felt like he was trying too hard to be perfect. So he was too stiff and still too jerky like in the cha-cha. He needs to find that balance of relaxed called Danny John Jules we saw in week one and the series I want to get this right because he's one or the other there is no middle ground at the minute and that will be his downfall in the long run and secondly was that just Joanne's wig from when she played Charlie in the Chocolate Factory I swear it is there is only one pink wig um, <laughs> it has to be <laughs> between between the extreme focus and the constantly eating colour-coded main courses Danny is at risk of coming over as a bit weird Mm. Yeah. Also, I don't think he was given a good song or film. I think he got stitched up the most this week. That song, listening to it then, did not work as a pasadoble at all. And I think Amy probably listened to it and went, what the hell am I going to do with this music? Because that's not a paso. The, the song itself, The Greatest Show, 
isn't a serious, dramatic, passo piece of music, or lyrically. So why the producers thought, let's use this, I don't get. They could have used This Is Me instead, but as a samba for Danny John Jules instead, and that way his character could have come out. I think he just got stitched up a bit in this dance, personally, by things that weren't in his control. But he did a good job. With what he had. With the public popularity of The Greatest Showman and him going on at the end, you would think that he'd not been stitched up. It's a very weird stealth stitch-up situation. I I think that's how they covered their backs. That's how they covered themselves. Because I I heard the music and I was like, this is not working as a passo rhythmically at all. And in the end, I just tuned it out and just watched them. Like, it wasn't wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And Danny is just falling into that middle ground where he's not improving but he's not shocking he's just he's becoming a little bit forgettable which is sad yeah because he's great his personality is amazing but he should be back in ballroom next week and ballroom i think is where he shines so yay yeah i can't wait um oh i also can't wait for week four where we won't have any unnecessarily shoehorned into dancers songs oh no wait (laughs) It's going to be like that all the way to Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I will admit, I still like Danny and Amy. I still think they've got a few more weeks left in them. Um, I want them to get to Halloween at least because I'm just intrigued to see what they would do as a couple for Halloween. Dwayne like, Dibley. Dwayne Dibley. Dwayne Dibley. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is where, like, we've got, what, three weeks until Halloween week now. I'm just, like, sort of, like, imagining what everyone will do. And Amy's got this such happy, bubbly personality. I can only imagine she's going to be a witch. An no, evil witch. No, no, no. Like, I, I, can't, I can't. Like, Amy's thing, we've been wondering what Amy's thing is. And it's actually that she is a deeply sick horror fan. She likes the really yeah. nasty stuff. Yeah, as, as we said last week, being Welsh is not a thing, so she can't use that. <laughs> oh, but she could bring the dragon out again. We could get the dragon out again. Just paint it red. She's, there we go. There's the no, Welsh time. No, I think it's got to be Dwayne Dibley <laughs> and Amy as a rogue, rogue simulant. I would be <laughs> just in heaven. That would be amazing. I would love it. I feel like as a as a as a northern uh, northern sci-fi fan, I've had too much already this evening. That would be too much. Oh, oh, the new Doctor. She's amazing. Um, and also nice cameo role. I haven't watched from, it yet. All right. There's a nice cameo role from a piece of architecture. Um, okay. What house is Amy in anyway? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. She wouldn't hurt a fly. No, she, well, she might. We don't know. I think it's, it's the fact that she's a mystery. Slipplepuff, then. We've seen a lot of stuff. I, I still don't know what to make of it all. My head is spinning. Dear Lord, have we seen a lot of stuff? We, I have seen some things this weekend. You can normally categorise everyone like, right, these are the front runners, these are the middle ground, these are like the laggers, and these are the ones that are going home within the next five minutes. Last week, we kind of were getting that sort of feeling because the first and second week kind of followed each other quite well. This week, it's all flipped on its head. And being brutally honest... That top five slash six last night, I could easily see being the top five or six. The only problem is Joe and Diane weren't in there, and who is in who is who in that top six from last night won't be in there to make room for Joe and Diane. I think it would be Graham. Graham otherwise, otherwise, I can yeah. easily see it being Kate, Stacy, Ashley, Faye, Joe, and who was the other one? I've forgotten. 
Are you Whoops. talking about tonight's top? Last night's top six. Yes, because um, I looked at it and I, that seemed very believable as a top six Sean, bar great. Sean, you're kidding me. You're kidding me. Sean wasn't that high, was he? Yeah. Oh, Christ, he was. Yes. He did a remarkable <laughs> dance. Well, we'll we'll see how the next week pans out um, and uh, revisit that prediction um, with a bit more experience under our belts. Mm, yes. And public votes. Uh, mm, I'm, oh god. I am looking forward to seeing Kate Silverton do a samba. I'm interested to see how she's going to make that, like, fabulous and. Rude. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's worked for her for the last two weeks, being scandalous. So I yeah. can't wait for her to do that again. If all else and, fails, make it rude. And we know what she's yeah. dancing to, don't we? With the hints that she was dropping it, so it's Africa and it's one of her favourite songs. She's dancing to Africa by Toto, isn't she? Oh my like, god. that, that is a samba and she mentioned about doing a lot of work in Africa. And it's one of her favourite songs. It's got to be Africa. <laughs> it's got to be. Because it's a samba. And I love it. Like, if it, I really hope it is because I will be singing along the entire way. <laughs> I, I hate that there, there is... Well, yes, as as an actual <laughs> person from Africa, someone, you're very entitled from Africa, to it. I, I, I mean, I'm a white person from Africa, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Toto, Africa's it, not a country. Yeah, it, it hits many of the uh, my issues with with the whole Africa as a country concept. Start drafting your thoughts now. Yes, it's my life. I'll take 1,500 <laughs> word think pieces from both of you uh, for next week. <laughs> oh, also, just quickly. But I'm interested to see her samba. Yes. I just might have yes. to stick my fingers in my ears for that song. It's all right, Meg. You won't recognise it as Africa by the time it's once it's gone through the Strictly singers. <laughs> yeah, but butcher wheel. Dave has um, got his hands on it. And talking about weird dances, the result show opening piece again. That was bizarre. We had another Imagine Dragons song. I mean, the Imagine Dragons are great, but we need more music they've like, become like a key a way to suggest that they're edgy and modern yeah and were she's wearing Jean the Kelly? same trousers sorry i feel like they were wearing uh, during one of the pro dancers they were wearing the same trousers as they wore for the last imagine dragon song maybe with the, i wasn't with paying the attention red stripe down the side oh maybe i was i was too busy like questioning this whole Giovanni jumps through the TV and then jumps back out into the cinema thing they were doing, which was really bizarre. It's, it's, it's the magic of cinema, Elliot. You just need to go with it. Oh, okay, okay. And they did I, give us wet Giovanni. After everything we've seen this weekend, Giovanni doing what Chesney Hawks does in the I am the one and only video is nothing. <laughs> so basically, I should stop thinking so hard, just let the dance happen. <laughs> Yes, that's yes. all I enjoy says, strictly. Stop it thinking. says a lot. It says a lot that all I could think of was the Alien Ant Farm movies video. Oh my god, yes. Oh. That's the one I was thinking of. Voyage to the bottom of the noughties. My brother had that haircut <laughs> at one point with the, like, the line. It's it going to kill me it, for saying that on the internet. <laughs> right, we have one more beautiful piece of admin to do before we scurry off into the night to visit our local cinemas. Um, <laughs> frock of the week, Meg. Oh, I think Katie's. Okay, Elliot. 
Oh, I've got like three. Um, I'm going to go with OTs. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty special. Emily? Yes? I really liked what Vic was wearing, but my frock of the week for uh, effect is going to be Kit's uh, Jessica Rabbit frock. Um, so I want there to be a definite winner, and I'm going to give um, a special mention to Katya's yeah, totally we believe you Matrix frock. Um, but I am, I am going to go for Kate's Jessica Rabbit frock, which was a stunning interpretation of an yes. iconic movie like garment. A... Well, worn by yes, a cartoon character. She did look amazing. I just thought everyone was going to vote for Kate, so I did a tactical second vote because I thought, oh, we need some diversity in Frock of the Week this week. Maybe, as we all had different votes, we should do a Twitter poll and see who the fans like most. Even yes. though I think we know who is going to win, but I would like to see what people think. <laughs> Elliot, that's quite a lot of admin, but I will do it. <laughs> Yay! So, I have... As an aside, yes. right, you know, you know on the telly, when they make people's legs really shiny, is that just baby oil? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It must be. Okay. It must <laughs> or just be, highlighter. <laughs> I cannot understand how they make legs that shiny. People's legs don't shine like that. Well, <laughs> okay. Right. What Sorry. you do is what you do is you exfoliate, right? Yeah. And then you've had a wax. And a fake tan. And a fake tan. And then you hit hit the dry body oil. Mm. This is a very weird way to end the podcast, Emily, with beauty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, it's the new section the Strictly be, Beauty Tips There'll be complaints um, <laughs> So um, With that I think I will wish you all a good night Good night Elliot Night 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 Meg Good night Night Emily Night night And good night from me Ellie This has <laughs> been the Keep Dancing podcast With occasional interjections <laughs> from Keep Shading Keep dancing. <laughs>